something like the, the Edge of Hidden Foster Care, which is um, like a newly published, um, Stanford Law Review just published um, this topic back in April, um, where counties um, bypass um, the dependency court uh, through the use of safety plans. Cynthia Becker with attorney Vince Davis on The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and Win. Our next call is from Miranda in Chico, California. Hi, Miranda. Hi. Hi. Do you have a story to tell or a question to ask? A question to ask. Go ahead. Um, my question is around um, something that's the, the edge of hidden foster care, which is um, like a newly published, um, Stanford Law Review just published um, this topic back in April, um, where counties um, bypass um, the dependency court uh, through the use of safety plans, separating a child from their parents. Um, this happened to me based on a false accusation um, by someone who's a near stranger to our family. And shortly thereafter, COVID hit and um, Basically, they used a safety plan that I wasn't in agreement with. They didn't provide any services. They just said, my daughter's with her friend's mom, and she's safe there. Um, they had me arrested on a false allegation, which later, like eight months later, um, I got a random letter from the police saying it was an arrest. It was just a detainment only. My name was taken off the ICAC list. Um, all this weird stuff started happening like that. Uh, but I still don't have my daughter back. She was never adjudicated. The second I got it, my daughter had escalated and was in a mental health crisis, and she was on a safety plan and was under doctor's orders to go to the crisis unit. And the police questioned me and then arrested me. I spent three days in jail. My background's in child welfare. Um, I'm a behavioral health counselor. And um, so I knew that you can't separate my daughter and I because of a safety plan. And my sister objected to the social worker told me in jail that he couldn't give me a card. He said um, I, he almost refused to take down the majority of my family's names and numbers, and she ended up going to this random person who he admitted knowing. Um, I had a county internal investigation going, which has been 11 months now, and it's still not completed. I filed statewide civil rights complaints, which just spoke to them last week, and they're in receipt of the county report but they haven't um, worked out a resolution yet and they can't talk to me much about it. In the meantime, my daughter's been in a probate guardianship. My sister objected, um, I objected, and she's still with this random person. Um, and I don't know what to file other than an objection to get her back and do the COVID. We haven't had a trial. Um, she's now failing school, she's been suspended. She's now addicted to drugs. I watch her social media all the time. She's smoking and vaping and hypersexualized. Um, and it's gotten to the point where I had to report it to the National Center for Missing Exploited Children um, because some of her social media, um, she was meeting up with adult men and exchanging um, 
sexual acts for um, substances. And I don't know what petition, one, I don't know how to get this out of probate court. And, and two, I don't understand, Is it, my specific question is, is it ever lawful for a social worker to take temporary custody of a child when a parent is, a full parent is in jail and just give them away without filing a petition in dependency court? And if that happens, what due process do I have as a parent? Because I've been told I can't file a fair hearing, an administrative fair hearing. The foster care medicine's office was one of the first calls they made, and they said that it was outside the scope of their jurisdiction. And then um, I, I can't provide video evidence of my daughter escalating and actually assaulting me with a, unless it's at an evidentiary hearing, which we still have not had, and it's been 11 months due to COVID. And there seems to be no process to navigate to get eyes on this situation. Um, what is their advice? What can I do? Okay. So... First of all, you have been informed or you have researched some things and you are mixing some apples, some oranges, and some grapefruits. Okay. All right. So basically, a, a social worker cannot take your child for more than 48 to 72 hours without filing a case in the juvenile dependency court. Now, you mentioned well, something he about... He, he did create a form that just says why he released. There was a form that he had to say she'd been for a certain number, above a certain number of hours, and this is why I'm releasing it. And he, and he claimed on that form that she, he was releasing her to this woman because prior to CSD involvement, she was already there, which was a lie. My daughter ran away to her friend's house. Did you actually, was a case actually filed in the juvenile no. dependency court. No, and I had to file an internal complaint with our, our children's services department at the mere fact that they didn't put my daughter in foster care. Okay, so I'm gonna back up Miranda and I'm gonna ask you okay. this question again. Was a juvenile dependency case filed against you and no. your child? No. Okay. No. Now, you mentioned a guardianship hearing, probate guardianship. Probate, yeah. When was that yeah. filed? On uh, January 9th, they filed paperwork. They received temporary guardianship on January no. 13th Miranda, or 14th. Miranda, I'm just asking you when was that filed? January. Okay. When was your child taken away from you? She ran away on January 4th, and they on what date? became involved. January 5th is when she, um, CSD, became involved. And they took her. Okay, so... And they're now telling me that it's a civil matter and there's nothing they can do. Right, because someone filed a, a uh, guardianship and they're trying to bypass the law. Um, yes. You need an attorney. Do you have an attorney in the probate case? No, I had two and they were both first-year attorneys. We're in a very small town and I went to our very best family law attorney in town and she ripped up my check and said this was too complicated. Yeah, it's not a family law case. So you went to the wrong type of an attorney. You I have tried, if you're getting at federal civil court, I can't find any federal attorneys that, or civil rights attorneys that will return my call partially due to COVID. And I okay, think so it's not a, it's, my area. Right, so it's not a civil rights case yet. Okay. 
you need a probate attorney that does guardianships. And if, and if you just Google that, probate attorney, guardianships, legal guardianships, you'll come up with a whole lot of attorneys in your area. I have. I live in a very small area, and we were impacted by the campfire. So, that's, okay. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Miranda? Yes? Hold on before you go. When You're in California, right? Yes, well, you know, California is a lawyer's ghetto. There's lawyers everywhere. Why can't you, why don't you I think? I know, everybody just says it's so complicated and they don't know what to do. It, and I called up. Miranda, Miranda, it's not complicated at all. Listen, okay. write down my phone number, call me tomorrow, make an appointment to talk to me on the phone, and I'll give you an explanation okay. of what to do in about 40 minutes, okay? Okay. 888-888-6582. 888 Call me tomorrow and make that appointment so that we can talk and I'll explain to you what to do. It's not that complicated. Okay. All right? Okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Miranda. I hate that word, complicated. I, that's what I was told by every attorney that I went to. Your case is too complicated. Take it elsewhere. You know, that's a nice way of saying, I don't want to do your case or I don't know how to do your case. I think that is more like it. Right. So, I mean, her case is, I mean, it's not your everyday case, but if you do guardianship work, and there's a lot of attorneys out there that do guardianship work, um, it's a fairly straightforward case. Okay. You know, so hopefully she will call me tomorrow and hopefully um, I can give her some information and help her. She wasn't dealing with CPS. Well, the case started off with dealing with CPS and now um, she's not. But here's the problem. In a lot of counties in California, the probate guardianship investigator is a CPS social worker. It's just in a different department. Okay. So what? I don't know what county she's in, so I don't know, um, you know who the probate investigator is that's doing the guardianship investigation. What are your thoughts? on what she said about what's happening to her daughter and all of the things that her daughter is now involved in. Right. Well, that, that's a whole other discussion. The best thing is for her to try to get the child back as soon as possible. Understood okay. and agreed. All right, our engineer is telling me we've got to take another break. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When. We'll be back with more stories and more questions from our audience. Mm -hmm. 